Welcome to Sip and Savor. I'm your host, Mega McSwain. As we all know, the culinary landscape in Houston has changed a ton in the last several years. There are so many new restaurants to try, it's hard to keep up with all of them. Working as a food writer in the city, I often compile lists on the best places to dine when it comes to, say, certain cuisines, certain holidays, or for specific dishes. And when I say best, it doesn't necessarily mean those places are the end-all be-all. It is just my way of spotlighting what's maybe a little extra buzzy at the moment, a well-rounded place, you know, with great food, amazing ambiance, good service, and just restaurants I think most people would enjoy. Today, I want to discuss date night destinations, and I'm so excited to welcome my guest because it is my husband, Patrick McSwain. Welcome to the show. It is a pleasure to be here. Okay, I have to say, on Patrick and I's first date, I told him that he had the best podcast voice, or (laughs) that he should have a podcast because he has the best radio voice, and now here I am with the podcast, and he just has the, the beautiful voice. I'm getting good practice, so that's okay. So Patrick and I are newly married. We wed in March of this year, and he is my date night partner. So I thought who better to join me to discuss our favorite date night destinations. started we're just going to share three or four places that um you know that we have talked about or have visited and like and and we think they're just kind of really timeless places that um are dependable and um you know have have been around so you can really count on them cultivare in the heights this restaurant is fresh on our minds because we just had a date night there on friday we did it was incredible And it was Patrick's first time, and I hadn't been there in probably, I mean, definitely since before the pandemic, but um, it had been a while for me as well. So I know that this isn't necessarily a date night destination that might come to mind because, you know, it's, it's a small space. It gets, you know, pretty pretty loud in there. Um, Cultivari is one of the best restaurants in Houston, and so it is always packed almost always uh, from the time it opens till till the time it closes and they have a dining room and a patio and it's almost always full so lots of people so it doesn't really you know come to mind maybe as a quiet romantic restaurant but we had a date night there on Friday and we had so much fun we did and it wasn't uh, you know it was bustling a little bit but not to where you can't hear yourself speak we were still able to have you know um, great conversation and heard each other you know quite easily and because uh, we were obviously talking mostly about how great the food was. Right. And, you know, Cultivari, like I said about the space itself, uh, the dining room is is small, but it's cozy. There's a lot of little nooks that two people can either sit on the same side of the booth or, you know, little uh, two tops. And, and of course, there's the bar, which probably has, I mean, no more than six to eight seats. It's uh, It's tight. So, you know, you can really cuddle up and eat at the bar, too. But there is also uh, 
a patio. And the great thing about this patio is that you know, cultivare has um, a garden out on the patio. So, and it's a, like a working garden that they use for, for herbs and different vegetables. And so, you know, you can, you literally have a front row view of, of um, you know, the food that you may see later on your plate. I mean, it's just really cool. And it's just, uh, it really just adds to, to the vibe and the, the romance of the restaurant. Yeah, and you know, for me, one of the things that I first noticed was, um, you know, all the hardware in there. I pay atten- a lot of attention to that. And I also appreciate uh, the proper uh, level of lighting inside yeah. of the restaurant. You, you hate, he hates a brightly lit uh, restaurant. So that's the other thing that kind of makes it a little bit more romantic is that it's dimly lit and... Um, yeah, not too dark, you know. Right. You can see all you need to see, but uh, yeah. Just uh, d- didn't have any stadium lighting in there. <laughs> I want to talk about the things we ate because, again, even though I hadn't been to Cultivar in a long time, um, I saw some dishes that I had had when I last went, which is great because I know they, you know, they're seasonal and they they add things, you know, based on kind of what's fresh at the moment. But uh, we shared a few things, and they were things that I had tried before and was really happy to see again. Uh, we we tried the lemon ricotta with Texas peaches, which is just this wonderful cheesy spread, uh, and it's sweet with the with the peaches, and then a little spicy with these sweet peppers, and you just lather it on to this uh, toasted bread, and it was just a really nice nice starter. And then the other one was the cauliflower with pine nuts and raisins. Yeah, definitely was one of my favorites. The cauliflower, just the way it came out, was. Um... You know, still quite hot, you know, almost too hot to eat. You just had to give it a second. And, uh, you know, the, um, the, the, um, texture texture of it, you know, and all of that was, um, it was like crispy and crispy, almost wouldn't say charred, but you know, it was just had that, um, you know, that browning to it and all of that. And, it was and I will say I hate cauliflower on a regular, like, it's just not my vegetable, but I really do like it over there. It's just really flavorful. And Patrick loves it. So we, we tend to order cauliflower when we go out. Um, we also had the fettuccine with Gulf shrimp and corn. And um, that has also been on the menu before. And uh, it's just a really solid dish. If if you're one of those people that's like, I don't like fettuccine, this kind of is very different than your traditional fettuccine. Um, and then with that Gulf shrimp chopped up, it's just a really hearty dish. Yeah, it, was a, it, it really came out um, looking a lot different than I expected it to based on, you know, how it's worded on the menu. And it was, yeah, it was uh, one of the most unique um, tasting pastas I've ever tried, that's for sure. And um, each, each ingredient really uh, complemented the other as far as the flavor goes. And... Um, yeah, I will definitely be going with that again. Yeah, we're not going to wait a year or two to go back to Cultivar. I think we're going to be back sooner than later. Nobis in Montrose. So Nobis is so special to us because it was one of the restaurants that we went to when we were first dating. Yep. And... You know, it's such a cute place. If you haven't seen it, it's in an old, you know, Montrose bungalow, just an old home that they've converted into a restaurant. Really cozy, again, dimly lit, which is great. 
they have uh, a bar that's right in the center, a small bar, uh, but it just really divides up the space. So you've got these cozy rooms that, that you can dine in. You're kind of not all together in one big space, but everyone's kind of separated. And again, cozy nooks that, that a couple can dine in. Yeah, it's one of those places that's really special because when you're in when you're inside of it, um, because it you know was a an old bungalow, you almost feel like you're a guest in someone's house, and I think that that has an influence on a lot of things from everyone's you know um, demeanor and attitude and. You know, also, um, I think that as far as a volume level goes, you know, I think, you know, everyone, it was, you know, definitely quieter. Right. This is not going to be a wild uh, place. I mean, it's, Nobis is very popular. It's, again, I think it's one of the best restaurants in Houston, but it's not, it doesn't have that loud, you know, buzzy feel, even though it is a buzzy restaurant. Um, just really, I, I think it's in part because of the layout of the space. There is a patio, but I definitely recommend dining inside just because it's very, very cute. Uh, the food here is, of course, wonderful. They do change it uh, from day to day. So, you know, it could be whatever is in season. But I know that they have some staples on the menu that, that we've had and we loved. And um, I, I definitely recommend trying I always like to start off with the dilly bread uh, with with butter. It's just, it comes out just freshly baked. I mean, you just pull, it's like pull apart bread. So you just pull it apart and it's fluffy like a cloud. And uh, I think it's a few dollars more if you add the trout roe, but you just kind of have to because you get that salty bite. So um, so we always start off, start off with that. And then another staple that, I mean, you have to kind of order this if you go to Nobis is the Nono's pasta. Um, and that's just got a traditional, you know, it's like a traditional bolognese and it's meaty and the noodles are, uh, you know, the pasta is house made and uh, just really a classic dish. Yeah. And I mean, I'll never forget uh, trying the uh, red wine marinated steak there. And I mean, you know, what was, what was, it, was it? It was a hanger, hanger steak, right? Steak, yeah. Right. And um, it was, I mean, I say this about a lot of steaks, you know, in a lot of restaurants, but this really, truly may have been uh, the best steak I've ever had. And, it and was, remember, we tried recreating we it. We tried recreating <laughs> it. Well, no, to to spare you from that humiliation, I tried recreating <laughs> it, and it was uh, quite terrible. So. And I haven't seen that particular, like that red wine marinated hanger steak back on the menu at Nobis. Um so if you're listening, please put it back. We, we miss it. <laughs> we definitely. want it and we're not able to make it please. at home. So yes, Novi's is definitely a fave. This is not necessarily a restaurant, but it is one of our favorite date night destinations, Camerata in Montrose. Yeah, I mean, this um, this was a, this is a wine bar that as, as often as I've gone out in Montrose over the years, I, uh, I never went into it until you and I tried it. Right, yeah, we, when we. I had just, it's, it's not that it's hidden, but it's, um, 
you know, again, quiet, kind of dark, and you yeah. can easily kind of uh, drive by. For sure. I mean, you know, it's right next door to Polly's. It's very unassuming. Right. And, it, you know, I think outside it just says wine. So you don't know right. if they're selling bottles, is it a liquor store, or, you know, what is it? But, no, it's a, it always has been an unassuming wine bar in Montrose. Uh, and, you know, Patrick went for the first time with me, and we had such a wonderful date night there as well. We didn't eat, but we were drinking wine, and we had snacks. They do a cheese board from, uh, and they use cheese with Houston Dairy Maids cheese, and then they have chocolate uh, from cacao and cardamom, which, if you know cacao and cardamom, it's these beautiful like artsy looking pieces of chocolate that are colorful and just really nice to pair with a nice glass of red wine. That's the other thing is that Patrick and I differ on what wines we like. So we never really buy a bottle and share it. Like I like white and he likes red. It's usually always red for me. So we like to go to Camerata because we can just really explore and try different things. And their wine list is you know, really large and they're always changing it and they've got stuff from all around the world. So it's a lot of fun for us. Definitely. Yeah. Also very comfortable, loungy, and, uh, it's a place you can really sit and, um, just not get up for a while because it's just, you know, yeah, like they have bar seating then they've got these uh, cozy lounge seating, kind of like couches, but you know, just places you can really sit and relax and, and cuddle up with your, with your honey. Mm hmm. Turner's in Uptown. Okay, this last one, I feel guilty adding adding this on because I didn't go with you. I went with Greg. And so, <laughs> so we had a okay date there. because I know that, you know, what you've already told me about it, I, it's definitely a place that I can't wait to try. Right. So I, I put it on the list because I feel like this is like ultimate date night destination in Houston. Turner's is, it's a new concept from Berg Hospitality. So if you know B&B Butchers, BB Lemon, The Annie, uh, and most recently Nopo Cafe, uh, Turner's is in that group. And, you know, those are all some of our favorite restaurants. Uh, so I, I was, you know, of course, expecting this to be just as uh, stellar as those. And it was. But more importantly, it has all the makings of what you want for a great uh, date night destination. You want to talk about dimly lit? This is dark, sexy, romantic. You walk in, you see a bar, and then you, you know, go into the dining room, and then it's just this, like, it's eye candy. There's art on the walls. There's these cozy banquettes. There's um, a mahogany piano in the middle of the dining room, and they they have local pianists come and perform in the evenings while you eat dinner. So it just has like a combination of all these things that is just like pure romance in my opinion. The other thing I like about Turner's is that their menu is just fancy all the way. So if you're celebrating like an anniversary or, you know, if you're doing Valentine's day or a birthday for your husband or wife, They've got like the caviar service. They do like a shrimp cocktail and a lobster cocktail. You can get a Wagyu filet and just like really splurge. So it's just, you know, ultimate fine dining in Houston. I'm sure I'll, I already know what I'll be getting the, the filet then. <laughs> so I'm excited for you to try it. So that's next on our list for sure. That is it for Patrick and I. I hope this short list was helpful to you. I kind of feel like this was a date night for us, just spending time discussing some of our favorite romantic restaurants. We dine out a lot, so I'm sure there will be a part two to this episode in no time at all. 
Well, it was um, a pleasure to be on, and uh, I'm excited to finally be a part of this amazing project that... Um, that you've been watching me work uh-huh, on and absolutely. talk to myself yes, here. I can now brag about being being a guest on it, and um, yeah. Well, thank you for joining me. I feel like it just made it a little bit extra special. If you want to connect with me on social media and uh, learn more about the restaurants that we discussed in today's episode, you can follow me at Hot Pink Houston on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And also follow Sip and Savor Podcast for photos and just behind the scenes things that, that I post throughout the week. Also, if there is a list or roundup you have an interest in me covering, drop it in the comments. Please do subscribe to Sip and Savor and look out for new episodes every Wednesday on the Eat, Drink, Dine podcast network. Until next time, friends, sip and savor well.